It's Thursday, October 21, 2021. What this tells us, by 2030, when we need to be uh, you know, cutting production in half, we're going to be more right. than double. Fossil fuel production dangerously out of sync with global climate targets, UN warns. Failure to act on climate change imperils millions of lives, new report finds. California expands emergency drought declaration. Plus, look, climate policy is never easy. New study finds cutting U.S. emissions is difficult, but still doable. We'll see all of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. A global shortage of CO2 is having an effect on the supply of carbonated drinks. A shortage of CO2? Am I the only one who finds that maddeningly ironic? Maybe. This is your... Green News Report. Get ready for this season's hot new beverage, Coke Flat, none of the fizz, all of the brown. Okay, Desi Doyen, from your teasers there, it sounds like you got nothing but bad news for us today. <laughs> for a change. Well, wait, there might be some good news we'll at the see. end. We'll see. First up, California Governor Gavin Newsom officially expanded an emergency drought declaration in the state, directing regulators to take more aggressive steps to curtail water use after two of nearly the driest months in California history. Although a big storm is forecast for Northern California, that will help contain ongoing mass of fires. It will also increase the risk of flash floods and deadly mudslides in burn areas. Yeah, nothing but bad news. And of course, one storm is not enough to end the state's 22-year mega drought. No, it ain't. A slew of reports this week have issued dire warnings ahead of the United Nations Global Climate Summit in Glasgow starting on November 1st. First, the United Nations Environment Program's annual production gap report this week found world governments have plans on the books to produce more than double the amount of fossil fuels in 2030 than is consistent with keeping global temperatures from rising more than 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels that would help us avoid catastrophic global warming. In other words, countries around the world are planning to produce way too much fossil fuels, even though they know they must stop. Exactly. The future production plans of 15 countries, including the United States, underscores the chasm between meaningful climate action and the rhetoric of policymakers and business leaders. Hmm. The 1.5 degree aspirational target under the Paris Climate Agreement is considered particularly important because overshooting increases the risk of triggering global climate tipping points. Oh, we're going to trigger those tipping points. A new report in the medical journal The Lancet warns that Global warming is now the world's greatest threat to human health, and failure to act on it endangers millions of lives. The report tracks 44 global health indicators tied to climate change, like deadly heat waves, infectious diseases, pollution, and hunger, and found that all are getting worse. I guess we haven't got to that good news part yet. We have not. In Washington... Oh, I know we're not getting the good news now. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of the coal state of West Virginia has all but killed 
killed Democrats' landmark clean electricity performance program that would have incentivized utilities to accelerate the shift to renewable energy. But a new report from research firm Rhodium Group finds that the U.S. climate targets to cut emissions in half by 2030 is still within reach, even without the program. Difficult, but doable, if the White House, federal agencies, states, and corporations act swiftly. Oh, I'm sure they will. The analysis also confirms that decarbonizing the electricity sector will lower consumers' energy bills. And they didn't even include the enormous public health benefits from reducing air pollution, which alone would easily pay for the transition. But will it put money in Joe Manchin's pockets? That's the important thing here, I think. But enacting meaningful climate policy at all levels of government requires sustained public pressure, according to UC Santa Barbara climate policy expert Dr. Leah Stokes on a recent broadcast. People should keep the pressure up. And if those listening want to get involved, there's a website called call4climate.com. Call4climate.com. And it has a phone number. And it will just patch you directly through to your representatives and your senators, give you a script for what to ask for. Um, and that's the way you can get involved in this moment. So despair is not an option. If despair is not an option, why do I have so much despair? Finally, some good news. The Biden administration this week began the process of establishing a 20-year moratorium on new copper mining in Minnesota's Superior National Forest. The move could derail a proposal by a Chilean mining corporation to develop a massive controversial copper and nickel mine in the watershed of the beloved Boundary Waters National Canoe Area Wilderness. Like I said, not much good news, but we'll take what we can get. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. <laughs>